Happy New Year, everyone. Let me just pour a little glass of this non-alcoholic Trader Joe's Concord Grape Chardonnay. We are getting lit tonight. It is New Year's Eve. And this is the first New Year's Eve that I've ever spent alone. So I'm cheersing to all of you. I'm not recording video for this because I just want to be vibing without having to stress about, you know, looking good or whatever. But that's all going to change in 2023. This is my seventh episode of The Broke Girl Rich. And I'm so happy. I'm so excited. And I'm just really, really grateful for anybody that's listening. We've come a long way. I've come a long way. And I really wanted to, excuse me, I'm going to take a little sip. I really just wanted to end this year on a good note. And I feel very proud of myself for having created this podcast in the first place after a long time of kind of allowing it to mull over and being a little self-conscious about it and just being really overall a gatekeeper for myself. So anyway, I hope everyone's having a great New Year's Eve. If you're listening to this on New Year's or New Year's Eve, like you're a real one. And also if you're alone right now, that's even cooler, I think. I think being alone on New Year's is very underrated. And I think that New Year's itself is very overrated. I have spent many a New Year's, you know, partying and, you know, being out and about on the town and doing all the things that people do on New Year's. But this was the first New Year's that I was really like, I just want to be in my room, comfortable in my robe and doing my self-care, cleansing my space, all the woo-woo witchy stuff. Like that is me to a T. So that's what I did tonight. And I turned on plans to be at one of my dear friend's house and I'm there in spirit. But I just knew that being by myself tonight was exactly what I needed for me. So on that note, whatever you're doing tonight or whatever you're doing on New Year's, I hope that you're having an amazing time. I hope you're around amazing people. And I hope that you are really setting intentions for this new year because it's about to be incredible. We are starting 2023 off with a bang. And I saw something on TikTok. This guy was talking about, he had, you know, a few questions, just reflection questions. And I thought it would be a really good idea for me to kind of reflect and talk about how these questions played out in my life this year. I think a huge goal of mine in 2023 and just moving forward is to just be more vulnerable and authentic. And I think 2022 was the year that I really allowed myself to take my mask off and just be myself. I think I really truly met the unfiltered, unmasked Maggie for the first time. And it really has taken me so long to allow the world or like allow loved ones, allow people that know me to also see this version that I have grown to truly love. And I am nothing but grateful for that. So if anything, I want this episode to be somewhat of a source of inspiration for anybody listening. I feel like New Year's or just new months in general, new beginnings are so incredible because they allow us to put the past in the past and they allow us to just really be present 
and be optimistic about what is to come and be super, super aligned with where we're at in the moment. So on that note, we're going to get into it while I drink my little Chardonnay grape wine um, or grape juice, I should say. (laughs) So anyway, the first question that was on this list was, what did you settle for this year? And I can honestly say that I have had a tendency of settling for the bare minimum effort in relationships when it comes to me putting myself out there and dating and, you know, showing somebody who I am. I think that this bare minimum effort that I was settling for was truly a reflection of the bare minimum effort that I was, like, showing myself, to be honest with you. Like, I was not showing up 110% for myself. So it's like, how can I expect somebody else to go hard for me if I'm not even going hard for myself, you know? And I think that that's something that I've come to terms with is that, you know, a lot of these times, most of the time, the relationships that we're in, whether they're platonic or romantic, they are a true reflection, a true mirror of who you are or where you're at in the moment in your life. So I really just encourage you to like take a good look at who you're dating, who you're friends with, who you are giving your time and energy to. And ask yourself, you know, are they just giving me the bare minimum or are they truly invested in our relationship, in our friendship, whatever it might be? And then in turn, also, like, if they are giving me the bare minimum effort, where am I giving myself the bare minimum in my life? Just food for thought. Um, Another thing I settled for were jobs that I was not aligned with. And I really just took jobs you know, out of interest, some obviously, and that's just, you know, being a part of, you know, being in your 20s, like you have to try new things, all that stuff. But I genuinely settled for at least one or two jobs this past year that were not aligned with any of my goals, but they were more so just out of a place of like desperation or just, I don't even know. I just felt maybe lost at the time, but I definitely settled and quickly got out of these situations. However, just, you know, a little addition to that list. And then I would say I settled for overall inconsistency in my goals and routines. I think that's something that kind of ties into me not wanting to show the world who I truly am. And I think that that is a huge fear that I've overcome this year. And I'm very proud of that. So I think that really held me back from being consistent and just showing up in both my routines on a daily basis and then my overall goals that I have set out for myself and I'm just ready to put that in the past leaving that energy in 2022 anyway next question who did you make proud I obviously cliche made myself very proud I launched my website I put my podcast out I started my LLC I accomplished a lot of things that I have been wanting to accomplish and I really don't feel like I give myself enough credit. I feel like I'm my own biggest critic. We all are our own biggest critic and I think that 
the amount of things that I have allowed myself to try and the amount of things that I've put my like the amount of uncomfortable situations that I've put myself in to overcome fears or to like kind of reach a new level of confidence or whatever it might be I am so proud looking back on this past year and can confidently say that I'm very very proud of every single thing that I did in order to get me to the place that I am now to the point where I'm on New Year's Eve and I'm drinking an alcoholic alcohol less I don't know if I just said that right non-alcoholic wine beverage in my room chilling and I'm so happy and that makes me very proud like maybe I sound like a loser to some people I don't really care I think I'm a winner and I think I'm awesome so anywho I also made my family very proud I think the biggest thing for me this past year was when I put my podcast out the support that I had from my grandparents who I'm very lucky to have I have all four of my grandparents knock on wood all four of my grandparents are still alive and I put my recordings on YouTube for the podcast. It's not the best quality video. I used like the podcast software that I record on. They have a built-in, you know, video feature and I just use that and I recorded it on my computer most of the time. I also recorded on my phone, but I digress. I would just upload the video that I recorded on my computer. It wasn't the best quality, but I would upload it to YouTube just to have like, you know, two forums of content, of course, and I'm really excited to, you know, be better about that in this coming year because I want to actually, like, kill it with the content and the quality of the content, most importantly, but my grandparents were so stoked about this podcast and just, like, literally hearing them be like, we watched it on YouTube or, like, we watched it on our TV, like, we streamed YouTube on our TV, like, to have their support meant the world to me and like I could not be more grateful for them and I think that's ultimately something that has kept me going also my parents my my sister my brother like my immediate family is very supportive of all the ventures that I've you know had over the past few years and so I am very grateful that I have their support and that I continue to make them proud so there's that. Next question is, what part of yourself did you meet for the first time? I think I mentioned this before, but I genuinely met my most unfiltered and unmasked version this year. I allowed myself to let my guard down in ways that I have never done before. I have spoken up for myself in ways that I never have before. I have put myself in positions of empowerment In ways that I never have before and I truly showed up in in an an authentic and unapologetic way like I never have before and this was the first time in my life that I've ever met this unapologetic authentic version of myself because for the longest time I have masked my true authentic self by you know, whether it was just getting drunk or kind of just like downplaying my personality or smoking or whatever it might be, I have masked my true essence in a lot of ways. 
and people that know me know that I'm a genuine person. They know I'm very energetic and lively and personable and I love being around other people and I really enjoy connecting with others. And with that said, I think that I always was so caught up in how others would perceive me and I was never more concerned about how do like how do they make me feel? You know what I'm saying? And I think now more than ever I'm really tapping into my gut and my intuition and allowing people to show me who they are without trying to like portray a version of them that doesn't exist and then also by being myself authentically and showing up authentically it makes people comfortable to do the same and I think that that's really important so I'm very stoked to be in this position where I'm like wow this is me and people feel more at ease when you are and and they can sense when you are just truly yourself like you're 100% authentic no filter no mask no fluff you're just you and people love that and I think that when you start to love yourself fully that's when it just exudes out into the world and people can genuinely genuinely sense that energy and the next question is why did you change I think that for me and I'm sure for many others, it comes to a point that unless you change your habits, your mindset, your surroundings, nothing will change. You're not going to move the needle forward. I think that's the saying. I'm not really sure, but you're not going to move forward if you just stay the same. You know, I think that change is so powerful. And I think that the ability for somebody to adapt and to pivot is so powerful and is such a testament to someone's strength and resilience and just overall ambition. And I think for myself, I know that my dreams and my goals will or would never have come to fruition had I not changed my self-limiting beliefs, had I not changed certain toxic habits had I not changed my surroundings, nothing would have changed. And I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in today, living in Brooklyn, had I not changed. So bless up. Next question. What will you remember most from this year? I think the thing I'll remember most is being so down bad when I broke my ankle and my ankle breaking in, this was in May. This is the first bone I've ever broken in my body. It was the third day of my new job that I should never have taken. And I know now looking back that my ankle breaking was the biggest sign from the universe, from God, whatever you believe in, that I was not in alignment with this opportunity and I was very out of alignment in terms of just my life in general. I will never forget having to take the subway after leaving the hospital from my, you know, breaking my ankle and having to crutch to the subway because I couldn't afford an Uber back to my apartment. And that's how down bad I was. 
my ankle breaking was not only a reflection of me being out of alignment, you know, professionally, but also financially. And I think I feel empowered now more than ever to share that because for the longest time, I was so scared to talk about my financial struggles and I am so genuinely happy to really not care anymore because at the end of the day I'm 26 and I am so proud like I said before I'm proud of how far I've come I'm proud of all the things I've tried people there are people out there that would never have the guts to leave a stable career with one of the top companies in their industry, move to a different city to pursue their dreams in a cutthroat industry and literally roll the dice. And I did that. I'm still doing it. I'm in a way better place, of course, which is amazing. But to look back and to think about my ankle breaking and to think about where I was this year, six months ago, that is something I'll never forget. I will never forget that feeling of being so down bad. And I just remember crying in the street and just like pitying myself almost. I was just kind of like, woe is me. Like, why me? And it really all makes sense now. So that's something I'll never forget for damn sure. That's going in the memoir. So y'all better get ready. Um, Other things that I won't forget. I think my sober summer which I'm really, which has really geared me into more of like a sober lifestyle. I don't really drink that much anyway, but I'm actually very committed and determined to just make that my lifestyle, to be honest with you. I've drank since summertime and I've enjoyed it, obviously casually, but I don't enjoy how it makes me feel anymore. And it's something that I'm not opposed to just cutting out completely. So that's really where I'm at and I'm excited for that. And I think that non-alcoholic beverages and just like that discussion in general is becoming more and more talked about and I'm excited to be a part of that conversation. So Sober sober Girl Summer, I definitely won't forget that. I worked in Web3 for a little. I touched on this in one of my podcasts. That was really dope. I think that was a really cool opportunity for me to see you know, what the future has in store in terms of technology and, you know, just the evolution of Web3 in general. It was really cool for me to see that. And it was really cool for me to see that it's not really something that I'm super, super interested in the way that I thought I would be, but still a great experience. Starting this podcast, of course, something I won't forget. I think it was me ripping my bandaid off of being vulnerable and doing something for myself and with these podcasts it's like I want them to be like Joe Rogan style like I'm not really editing them as of yet I'm sure that'll change in the future but I really just am like rolling and talking straight through because I just feel like it's more natural to me so anyway I would say lastly I won't forget my uncomfortability in creating content and overcoming that uncomfortability and that fear of putting myself out there and making quirky videos and really just 
being myself. And I think that it's cool to have, I don't know, I think Instagram versus TikTok, like people are just now starting to hop on the TikTok trend or, you know, TikTok is very oversaturated at this point, in my opinion. I remember in 2020 during COVID, I was trying to make TikTok videos and I was so scared to do it. I also just felt really like insecure at that point, but I was so scared to make TikTok. So this year was really unforgettable in terms of me putting myself out there on TikTok and just like making videos and finally getting to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to delete this. And I used to delete videos because I was just like, okay, well, what if this person sees it? Like, what if this person thinks I'm talking about them? Like, there are some videos that I created where like, maybe I would talk about like a dating experience or like a lesson I learned. And I was like, oh my God, what if this guy sees me? Like, hears about it, like whatever. I don't care anymore. Like, if I, if you literally rubbed me the wrong way, if you disrespected me and I had to make a video about it, like, that's embarrassing. Like, that's so embarrassing. Oh my God. Anyway, my last question, I'm being petty now. How will next year be different? Um, next year will be different because I'm not telling people my next move. I'm moving in silence. So that is my biggest flex at the moment is moving in silence. And I learned that the evil eye is very real. As spiritual as you may or may not be, people don't want to see others succeed. And when you tell people your next move before it actually happens... There are people that will wish you ill will and they will energetically wish you some sort of like roadblock or whatever it might be. And, you know, that's me going like, you know, in depth or whatever. But realistically, I think the biggest advice or takeaway that I've had over the past years, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that you should show people what you're about you don't need to tell them right like don't tell people what you're gonna do just show them and so that's what I'm gonna be doing um this year in general was a great preview to this next chapter because I had to release a lot of habits and thoughts surrounding my goals so I think the way that I move differently in general will be reflected because I no longer have these self-limiting beliefs and I no longer have these habits that weren't serving me anymore that I was kind of holding on to. This year, I will definitely not have my kindness be taken for weakness. That's for damn sure. Second chances? Mm, Never heard of her at all. I think that if you know me at this point, if you're listening to this podcast at this point... You know that I'm a good-ass person. If I ride for you, I'm a loyal-ass person in general. And if you have me on your side, if you have me on your team, if you have me in your corner, you're lucky. And if you fumble the bag on that, that's your L. Sorry. I don't make the rules. My authenticity will resonate with some It will inspire some even, and it will disgust or scare others. It will not resonate with some, and I'm okay with that. And I think that this year is going to be different for me in the sense that I don't care what other people think about me. I think I've said this in the past, but I genuinely am like living that now, and I'm feeling that, and I'm like, this is me, and I know I'm cool, and I know I'm a good-ass person, 
and I know that I'm real and that's all that matters to me. There were times where I would get comments on my TikTok videos and I would get so insecure, like I would delete my video or I would freak out and I'd be like, oh my God, this person's gonna like, you know, ruin me. I don't care about the commentary anymore. Don't care at all. So that's different. Thank the Lord. And I'm gonna be very intentional with the content that I put out. I'm gonna have an agenda of sorts. Like, not in a cringy way, but just I'm gonna be organized and I'm gonna really try to plan out content instead of just, you know, throwing it out the wall to see what sticks on a random day. I'll throw it out the wall and see what sticks, obviously, but I'll be a little bit more, you know, intentional about it, like I said. No more second guessing, no more doubting, no more gatekeeping. I'm the biggest gatekeeper to myself. I've been gatekeeping myself for years, for 26 years, gatekeeping myself. And that's because people put me down in the past and, you know, whatever. I had all these little birds chirping in my ear. Nope, you're gone. Nope, ain't got time. So no more gatekeeping. That's different. Consistency is my first, last, and middle name. If I say no to you for plans or whatever it might be, don't take it personally. I'm just setting boundaries for myself. I've got goals to accomplish this year. We're moving different. In order to see different results, you got to move different. So we are moving different. And I want y'all to move different too, right? Because remember, if you don't change, you're going to get the same results. And then I think this is something that people talk a lot about on social media, you know, aka TikTok, because I honestly think TikTok is better than Instagram or whatever. I digress. I think being realistically delusional is so important. I think that I've been delusional a lot in the past. I want to take a little sip. I've been very delusional, to be honest with you. And it has gotten me to where I'm at, and I'm very, very grateful for that. However, being realistically delusional is my next phase of life because I'm like, okay, wow. I'm going to be realistic while being delusional. I think there's, you know, a fine line. I think that there's a balance that can be had here. I hear a lot of people talking about just be delusional, be delusional, whatever. I've been delusional. I'm done being just delusional. You know, like I want to, I want to be realistic now with some sprinkle of delusion because, you know, I had a person tell me one time that I was too optimistic or like whatever and I think that was his way of saying like oh like you kind of you dream too big or like you have you know very optimistic ideas that are just not realistic like that was what I was told and I'm happy that I have this mindset of optimism and and I don't know ambition and goals and dreams and maybe delusions I don't care but realistically that is what gets people to where they're at. That's what allows people to, I don't know, chase after things that other people don't have the guts to. So realistically, I'm going to still be delusional, but I'm just going to be a little bit more, you know, intentional about it, if you will. And those are the questions that are going to conclude the 2022 era of the Broke Girl Rich And just know that in 2023, if you thought you knew me in 2022, no, you didn't. You didn't know me 
so we're starting fresh we're starting fresh with season two coming in 2023 stay tuned I hope everyone has a great New Year's. Happy 2023. Happy New Year. I always forget that it's not New Year's, but Happy New Year's Eve. And I hope that everyone is ringing in the new year with such love and abundance and just good energy, good vibes. You know what I'm saying? Whether you got a glass of this non-alcoholic wine or bubbly, whatever it is, or you know, you're ripping shots at the bar. I don't know. But whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing it around good ass people. And I hope you're wearing something cool as shit. And I hope that, you know, we cross paths in the new year. And that's on period. So anyway, thank you for listening to episode seven of the Broco Witch. I'll see you on the new year. Let's get it.